1: It's Monday. It is December 24th. It's 2018. We have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. We're talking about the Christmas Day slate. It is Christmas Eve. It is during the day. I am not used to having the sun in my eyes while we're doing the podcast, but that is definitely happening today. I'm joined by my good friend, my buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, It's Christmas time. Family's in, family's home. So uh, pretty excited. Uh, I know my my little ones are going to be excited to crack open some gifts tomorrow. Uh, My wife did something different this year. She decided to let uh, the girls pull one item uh, out of their stocking. Uh, a day since i think maybe friday so that's been really interesting this year they've been really excited about that so just a little teaser until till tomorrow so uh really excited man
1: love this time of the year it's definitely my favorite time of the year i love being with my family we got a big thing going on today christmas eve at my dad's house later today while we're recording so early we get the cornhole boards out, and me and my dad haven't, like I said the other day, haven't lost a cornhole game uh, in a long time. So, I think we're gonna mix it up. They, they're they're complaining too much. I think we're gonna actually split up today and uh, draw numbers out of a hat and uh, give them an opportunity to uh, beat us. But yeah, I, I'm excited to you know be over there with um, you know fam- family and friends. Um, Every year for Christmas, I always bring my wonderful daughter on to tell everybody Merry Christmas. Uh, she's waving, not knowing that nobody can see her. Um, all, you know, only Will can see her. So, but uh, I'm going to bring her on and let her come on and say Merry Christmas to everybody. And then she's going to go take a nap for the festivities later today. Do you want to say Merry Christmas? Yeah, you can say it. Oh, you want to do a joke? You can do a joke. Go ahead. All right, we're gonna do the joke we have. All right, go for it. Knock knock. Knock knock. Who's there? Murray. Murray, who? Merry Christmas from our family to your family. <laughs> that is right. Merry Christmas to everybody from our family to yours. Well, you go take a nap, and everybody will get to hear from you again next Christmas.
0: <laughs> Bye, Madison.
1: Uh so she she she's a goofball, but she wanted to do a joke this year instead of just coming on and saying Merry Christmas. Um it's always fun. Uh, I'm sad that your your little your little ones are sleeping. Um if they wake up before we get done, maybe they can say Merry Christmas to everybody at the end. But um we do have five basketball games to talk about. Um, you know, like like she said though, Merry Christmas to everybody. We always Surely do appreciate everything you guys do for us um you know liking and subscribing and you know sending us tweets like we love that kind of stuff you know i even like the bad ones like i got so many gordon hayward tweets the other day just waiting till the boston game i'm going right back to the well but um you know i just wanted to say merry christmas to everybody we appreciate you guys definitely appreciate fantasydraft.com sponsors of the podcast uh we love the fact that they sponsor the podcast we were able to bring it to you guys five days a week, uh, free each and every day, so um, if you haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, you enjoy the podcast, go give them some love over there. They got their contest up for Christmas Day, they have a $25 buy-in, um, you know, $15,000 tournament, 20-entry uh, max, so you can check that out. FanDuel, everybody has their Christmas Day stuff up, so I'm pumped um, to get into this slate. We do. We are waiting on some injury news because we're recording a day ahead of time, but you know, for the most part, I have a good idea what I want to do with the slate. So let's jump in. Milwaukee at New York, 228 total, which is the highest total on the slate. Milwaukee's favored by 10, which makes them have the highest implied team total on the slate. Illusova's out. Um Trazier is questionable and Robinson is out. Let's start with Milwaukee. What are we looking at here on the Bucks?
0: Man. <sighs> I really like Greek here. Uh, last time against this team, Greek just had a field day. Uh, I know they had a little bit of overtime, so I'm not, uh, you know, going to. Either way, he still had a, he he still crushed this team. Uh, I mean, he put up 75 fantasy points. Uh, I mean, I I'd take that any day of the week. Uh, I just think he's an elite spot. Uh, I really like Eric Bledsoe here as well. Uh, the Knicks have been struggling at the point guard position, you know, most of the year. And um, so I, I think Bledsoe could have a good game. And those are kind of really the two guys. I, I don't mind Chris Middleton, uh, but I've just got some other guys. And I think the value center play on, on the slate right now, barring any news from the Lakers, I think it's Brooke Lopez. I, I think he is the value center on the slate. And so, you know, even though it's only a five game, I'm still going to try to try to keep a tight court just because the games are so spread out throughout the day. I mean, you know, we've got pretty much a it's pretty much gonna be a twelve hour window until you you know you get your earnings. Um so uh but I do think Brooke Lopez is in a great spot here uh for value. So really like Brooke, Giannis, and Bledsoe, those would be my top three plays from from the Bucks.
1: So you know christmas day nba i typically am a one lineup person but i play about five lineups uh per site on this slate i love this slate it's always a lot of fun i like to mix my studs because like realistically Harden, lebron curry greek freak lillard yeah i could keep going westbrook all these guys could go off Uh, you know every single one of them could go off and so i like to mix my studs um I agree with you. I like Giannis. Giannis is probably my second favorite stud on the slate. I really, really like James Harden today. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, But Giannis is right up there. He's a top three play on the slate for me. So I'm going to get my exposure to him. New York's been playing teams tough. This game's in New York. I think that the 10 spread is a little bit too much. Um, I I see that maybe closing at like seven and a half, eight and a half in that range. Um, So... This game stays close. I like the Lopez call. Don't mind Bledsoe. Um, I don't mind Middleton here. Now, if you're playing on Fanduel, um, you know I know we don't talk about Fanduel a lot, but I've done all my content already for today, so I'm pretty well researched, pricing, and all that stuff for today. I like the fact of playing a punt on Fanduel today, whether it be, but I want like a 35, 36, you know, type player on Fanduel today to fit into studs and dj wilson's that guy for me one of those guys there's a couple of guys today Gerald green taking shots on these guys that have a little bit of upside they didn't need wilson's size against boston but the other three games that ilosova's been out he's played at least 24 minutes and he's he doesn't typically have a lot of scoring upside but the guy rebounds he can get some blocks um i I think that he makes a lot of sense as a punt on FanDuel today. They're going to need his size with Vonley and Cantor and these guys. So DJ Wilson's one of those sneaky tournament um, contrarian type plays for me over on FanDuel today. Um, The New York side of things, Robinson being out has really helped Cantor's minutes. Um, We love playing centers against Milwaukee. I like Cantor's upside here. Um, Obviously he can bust. You know, he, he likes to do that on us. But um, I think Cancer's really interesting. What else you got for the Knicks?
0: Yeah, um, I, I think that's the, the Knicks. So, so Emmanuel Moutier has been playing pretty good minutes recently. It, it's like they finally decided, okay, let's quit trying to experiment with all these guys and let's just hand Emmanuel Moutier the keys. And since they've done that, I actually think that's a direct correlation with this team starting to play better just having some form of a continuity with their lineup. And so, I mean, I think he's priced just right. He's 6,400. I think he's priced in that range where, you know, if he just gets the value, he'll get there. But, I mean, this guy's got 50-point upside. I mean, he's shown that, you know, game to game to game. I mean, just out of the last five games, one, two, three, four, five, he's had a 52 and a 46 and a 39. Uh, If he hits – either of those three, then that's going to be very uh, respectable on this slate. So I actually feel like Moutier is my favorite play uh, on the Knicks. I think second would be Tim Hardaway uh, just because of his minutes floor. Like He's the one guy on this team, along with Moutier now, and, and I guess Kevin Knox, now they've got some, some form of continuity. But I don't ever worry about Tim Hardaway's minutes. So – um, I'm I'm never going to to be concerned about playing him. Uh, it's just if his shot is off, you know, forget it. He he's not gonna gonna play well. But uh, don't mind him. Um, I was playing a lot more Vonley, but Vonley's price is you know a little too steep for my blood, and, and kind of same thing with with Kevin Knox. I will say this: Alonzo Trier is going to be back. I don't know how much they're going to roll him out because now they just kind of have a plethora. Of guards to choose from so I'm really not interested in this bench anymore. I'm just kind of going to stick with the main guys Uh, and those two guys for me are going to be Tim Hardaway and uh, And and Emmanuel Moody. I just don't like Knox and Vonley as much in this spot for the prices
1: If you're playing Knox, it's probably on uh, DraftKings or fantasy draft like he's starting to push almost 6500 on FanDuel yeah. Um. It's really tough to profit at that at that price. Like, he went out against was it Atlanta and had a really good um, first half. Like, first half and then just kind of disappeared. Like, well, you got I think he got three more had,
0: fantasy points. The rest, yeah. Of so, like, I
1: think this is a spot I'm going to probably target Moutier and Hardaway the most. Um, mix in a little bit of Cantor because of his ceiling, but. You know, I, I don't think I'll play Knox on FanDuel. I might have a little exposure on DraftKings or, or Fantasy Draft because, like I said, I'm playing more lineups than I usually do today. So my exposure is going to be a little bit different than, uh, like, a typical slate. Um, Anything else from the Knicks or are we moving on?
0: Nah, man, we can
1: move it. All right, let's move it on. Uh, Thunder at Houston, 220.5 total. Houston's favorite by 1.5. On the Thunder side, Ferguson's questionable. We'll have to see how that kind of plays out. Uh, that could free up uh, an extra couple minutes for maybe Schroeder or Brinus. Um Chris Paul is out, and Ennis is questionable. They said one to two weeks, and it's right at that like week, week, and a couple days mark. So obviously that makes a difference on P.J. Tucker and Gerald Green, so we're kind of watching that news. I'm hoping that we get that news today, which is uh, Monday. And uh, we don't really have to worry about that on um, Christmas Day. Thunder side of things, you know, your boy Paul George has had some explosion games. Uh, went for eighty-four against Utah the other night. Utah defense still not that great. Um, we've been talking about that all year. I there's no way I'm playing Paul George at this price. Uh, like I, I think he, I, okay, I'm not gonna say no way. There's a good chance <laughs> I, I might play Paul George on one team on one site. Um, but realistically like i just i don't i don't know if i can do it i really don't know if i can do it here stevie you got
0: <laughs> you gotta get over your bias come on, i'm not come biased on. i'm just I like got- <laughs> the price like it's i will like
1: we're gonna talk so, about kevin durant and like kevin durant's one of the best players in the nba and i'm not playing him playing him at his price it's just it's the price thing like
0: i, I understand i, I understand. should have been taking
1: advantage of paul george when he was cheaper how about does that make you feel better
0: Hey, listen, I, I, listen, I've been playing him all year, and I, I faded him Saturday and paid for it, and I was like, yeah, of course he'd do this to me. Let me just give out Paul George's fantasy point production, the last 10 games, 77, that was on December 5th, 43-48, 53-43, 47-46, 69-84-54, that's his fantasy production the last 10 games, he hasn't scored less than 43 fantasy points. I, I don't think I'm fading Paul George in this Christmas slate. I, I just don't think I'm going to do it. This is going to be a good – this is probably going to be one of – so I guess if we rank them as far as games that are going to be most competitive, I would say this one and the Philly game are going to be the most competitive. Uh, the Lakers game is going to be fun. The Knicks game's going to be Okay. The Blazers game is going to close out the night. But these two in the middle, the three and five, I think those are going to be the most competitive. Um, I just I, I don't think I'm fading Paul George in this slate, um, even at even at ninety seven hundred, even at ten three, even at forty three dollars on Yahoo. I'm, I'm just I don't, I don't think I'm fading him here. He's just been playing so well and. Um, they're leaning on him a lot. And him and Russell are able to do it together. So anyway, that's my spiel about Paul George. I do like Russell Westbrook here. I think I actually think Russell Westbrook could possibly go lower owned than Paul George on this slate. And I, I you know, I, I think that's a mistake as well. I think Russ should continue to get the ownership. Steven Adams, I think, is my favorite mid-range center play on the slate. So um out of all the guys between like Horford, Gobert, Nurkic. I think Steven Adams is my favorite mid-range play. Brooke Lopez being my favorite, you know, cheaper value play unless we get the Lakers center news. And that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, his price is starting to come down. He hasn't been playing as well, but I do think this is one of those slates. You could take a shot on him. And if he hits the 30 plus fantasy point ceiling uh, or, 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 or range, uh, I think you'll be doing really well on this slate because I think he's going pretty under own even on a five gamer.
1: All right, so the reason that like Paul George, if I'm playing him, it's probably on FanDuel, um, and that's crazy because he's over 10k there. But like the price difference between him and Westbrook on FanDuel is so much different than what it is on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. Like on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, they're just so close in price. Like I know that Paul George can get there, but I know in my brain and in my mind and in the numbers, Westbrook is going to get there more often than Paul George. So when they're that close in price on DraftKings and fantasy draft, I feel like you know it's just it's it's Westbrook for me. And do you know over the last five Christmas Day slates, who averages the most fantasy points? You want to take a guess?
0: Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. And say LeBron, but I'm probably wrong. It's probably Russell Westbrook.
1: It is Russell Westbrook. You are correct. Um, You know, 60, 65, 57, 66, 53 in the last five Christmas Day slates. Um, He put up 60 against Houston last year. Did not triple-double in that game. What's really funny is he hasn't triple-doubled in the last four Christmas Day slates. So um love westbrook here he's a top three stud for me on this slate um you know it it really comes down to harden westbrook and um for me in beat is a close four we'll talk about him here in a minute but um love westbrook i'm not gonna say i hate paul george i hate paul george's price um stephen adams i couldn't agree more with you as far as just like mid-range type plays I don't even think it's just center plays just mid type mid-range plays in general um yeah. Adams is up there love the value of schroeder I like I'll play him here especially if Ferguson gets ruled out like Schroeder becomes a guy that could play 30 minutes in this game and it's it's when he gets when he gets 30 minutes in games he'll be fine it's just right now with Paul George playing the way that he's playing Schroeder's not getting those 17 18 shot attempt games he's getting 12 shot attempt games so it's kind of hurting his value a little bit uh, that everybody's healthy, but I think Schroeder is in play here at his price. It's come down far enough. Houston's where we're going to be looking for our value. Um, there's going to be a lot of value on Houston with Paul out. But let's start at the top. James Harden, you know, he has a 45% usage rate with Chris Paul and um, Melo off the floor this season. It's absolutely insane he's the play like he is the stud on the slate to pay up for if you can pay up for a stud um i'm not overthinking this like we know what to do with houston when paul is out and for me james harden put up 68 and a half points against okc last christmas and i i would be shocked if he doesn't go for at least 60 again
0: yeah i'm, I'm with you 100 percent, man i listen i faded james harden on saturday but the reason I did was because there were just the way it was—the way the slate lined up. He was kind of the only guy that you know I, I kind of had to worry about. It. I felt like it was going to burn me. It ended up being Paul George, but the slate just it lined up a different way. On this Christmas slate, I, I just I, I'm not going to fade James Harden. So um, you guys already have two of my plays right now. Um, you know we've been I've been playing a little bit more Yahoo. Uh, Paul George, I think, is a much better play on Yahoo, but James Harden, even on Yahoo, I just don't think you do it. Um, it no matter what site you're on, I think James Harden needs to be the first guy in every lineup and just kind of figure it out from there. Uh, Stevie's already giving you the usage. Uh, I, I, I think I just think these guys are great plays. Uh, I'm looking on on DraftKings here because I want to. Eric Gordon's 5,800. He's kind of right at that price point where I can play him and feel okay, but I can also pass on him because if he doesn't have an upside game, then I, I don't think he's going to help me as much. So don't mind him there. I do think Eric Gordon is probably a, uh, a better play on on Yahoo as well. Um, P.J. Tucker's just playing so many minutes right now. I just think you just have to kind of consider him um, – I mean, he's going to play 35 minutes minimum. The question is, is he going to get the 30 fantasy points or more? Um, but I do think, you know, he can be a source of of salary relief. And then, you know, Clint Capella, I, I don't like him as much on, on this slate. Um, I, I do think he has the upside. But if I had to choose between him at 7,400 and Steven Adams at sixty-seven. Uh, I'm just I'm going to take Adams. Uh, if I had to choose between him at 74 and Gobert at 72, I think I'd take Gobert on this slate. Draymond Green 6300. We'll get to him. Nurkic to 6100. So he's just kind of he's just kind of right in that range where I just think I, I don't want to play him here, but uh, but I do understand if if you do because he typically has a much better games when either Harden or, or Paul is out. He really just kind of dials up those those rebounds and dunks around the rim. Um, and then last but not least, I do think there's some value with Gerald Green. If he's going to come off the bench and play 25 or 30 minutes, um, you know, I, I do think he's a guy that could possibly get you there, especially on a site like FanDuel where you can take, you know, a fun, I I think he's a, he's a good option as well, uh, to just kind of spin down. If he gets 30 grade, if he gets 15, you know, I'm playing him to, to drop the score anyway.
1: Yeah. He's one of those other guys. Like he's 3,600 on FanDuel. I already said like Every one of my lineups I build on FanDuel is going to have one of these cheap $35, $36, $3700 players on it. Um, because I, I really want to do as many two stud lineups as I can over on FanDuel today. Um, now on DraftKings, you know, you're obviously taking on more risk. Fantasy draft, you're obviously taking on more risk with Gerald Green. But if Ennis is out, Green is going to play minutes. Tucker has played at least 34 minutes in each of the six games that uh, Ennis is sat. So if Ennis is out, I'm just playing Tucker because of his high minute floor and his cheap price. So Eric Gordon, I think, is the best fade on the slate. I think he's going to get some love today. I'm an Eric Gordon player. I play him all the time. But there's no reason to play him over C.J. McCollum today. C.J. McCollum is the same price, almost the same price as Eric Gordon across the industry. C.J. McCollum is going to come in at half the ownership of Eric Gordon today because Eric Gordon, everybody's going to play him with Chris Paul out and CJ McCollum has such a higher ceiling and i would almost say that he has a higher floor than eric gordon and cj mccollum is just one of those guys i'm going to price and force today like how many times has eric gordon gone for 30 fantasy points this season with paul out i think twice like mm-hmm. cj mccollum has gone for 30 fantasy points in i think seven out of the last 10 games and he is this almost the same price as eric gordon so for me I'm just loading up on CJ McCollum over Eric Gordon and playing him at half ownership. Um, I just I don't like the Eric Gordon play today.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think the only site that Eric Gordon is a better play on a CJ is on Yahoo. That's it.
1: I can't access Yahoo in Florida, so yeah. I, that's oh, the no, only I site. know.
0: I know that's yeah, the only site I
1: can't look at. But on on FanDuel fantasy draft and DraftKings, they're all like. Like their four hundred dollar difference on FanDuel and I think they're a hundred dollars difference on DraftKings and fantasy drafts. It's just he's too cheap. CJ McCollum's too cheap, and Eric Gordon with him being around the same price. I just For me personally, I think CJ McCollum's just a better, higher, higher upside type play. Um and then I agree with Yon Capella. I hate playing centers against Steven Adams. He's really good at what he does. Um you know, he makes it really tough. So like this is why. Another reason why I love James Harden today. Um, <laughs> like, oh, you know, just just 1 play point,
0: Harden
1: today. 1.84 fantasy points per minute with Paul and Melo off the floor this season. 1.84. 1.84. One more time. All right. Moving on. Philadelphia at Boston. 222.5 total here. Boston favored by four. Wilson Chandler is questionable. Baines is out. Uh, Fultz is out, but outside of that, everybody should be good to go here. Horford and all those guys, uh, let's start with Philadelphia. It, it's Embiid, right? Like if you're playing, if you're playing somebody from Philly, you're, you're trying to fit in, in, in bead, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he's for sure the best play, uh, on, on Philly. I will say this. I think there's a role where Jimmy Butler has a big game against Boston on on this Christmas slate.
1: See, I love that. I was really hoping you weren't going to say Ben Simmons because, like, that's the one guy I really want to fade, so I'm really glad you said Butler instead of
0: Simmons. Yeah, I've been looking at Jimmy Butler's play, and I know, like, the scoring numbers don't – I know the scoring isn't jumping off of the page because of the shot attempts. But what I'm looking at is all the other things that he's doing. Like, even in his last game, seven rebounds, seven assists, three steals, one block. The game before that, four rebounds, four assists, three steals. Like, he's starting to kind of really dial it up a little bit in the other categories. And so the one game where he scores, you know, 30 real points, he's going to drop 60. And what better time than on a Christmas slate, where he's really affordably affordably priced across the industry, he's seven k on DK, seven k. I think on FanDuel he's what seventy something hundred. He's seventy eight hundred. So so a little bit more expensive.
1: But everybody's more expensive on FanDuel today. Let's yeah, put that out there right now. Like uh, the pricing difference on FanDuel and DraftKings, everybody's more expensive on FanDuel. You're paying more for everybody on FanDuel today.
0: Yeah, so so you're paying up if you if you uh, if you go to fantasy draft. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find him. Where is he? He is thirteen five on fantasy draft on Yahoo. I think he's twenty something. Like Jimmy Butler could drop sixty in this spot, and I, I think he's going really really under own here. I just I, I don't think this is a good time to fake Jimmy Butler on a Christmas slate. I pl- I think I'd play him over every other 7K guard at the lower ownership with what he's doing in the other categories. Because if he scores 20, 30 real points, he's just going to have an explosion. And, and nobody's going to see it coming. So I, I really like Jimmy Butler today from Philly. Him and Embiid are just two guys I'm really looking at for this Christmas slate. And I honestly think that's about it from Philly unless, you know, I'm just going to play somebody on FanDuel to spin down and take a zero. Other than that, I, I I really like Jimmy Butler here.
1: Yeah, and, like, to pay down and get a zero today, I don't know if necessarily that would be something that I'd even consider because we do have some, you know, 35, 36, and $3,700 players. I guess we should have mentioned House when we were talking about uh, Houston before we moved on. He – He's gonna play twenty five plus minutes. He's min salary. Um, he doesn't do a lot with his fantasy production, but he is gonna get twenty five minutes. If you want to take a punt on him, he's one of those other guys that I'm considering as a punt. So just want to throw that out there really quick. Um, as far as going back to Philadelphia here, I love uh, the Butler call. I think it's really interesting. Um, like if you're if you're not playing up for Embiid or Simmons, I think Butler's interesting. Um, JJ Redick's always interesting too. Like he has those games where he just shoots lights out from the field. Like you need him to shoot lights out from the field. You need him to get like 25 actual points, but he's always interesting because he has those games. And, you know, I think he's the guy that I'm potentially looking at uh, playing as a low owned play on this uh, Christmas day slate. Uh, the Boston side will, I kind of started it already, but Gordon Hayward is too cheap again. Um, I know he burned me against the Bucks, and everybody that tweeted me, if you would have told me that Gordon Hayward was going to play 36 minutes, I would have locked him even more than I already had at 100%. Like, I got everything I wanted out of Gordon Hayward the other night except for he couldn't make a shot. Shot 23% from the field. If he shoots a little bit better in that game, he crushes value. And I'm going right back to the well here against Philadelphia. They've already shown that in these close games, they're going to give him the minutes. He played almost – he played like 19 first half minutes against Milwaukee the other night. Like, just give me Gordon Hayward at this ridiculous price. He burns me again. He burns me again. I
0: don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't mind Hayward as long as the price is going to be suppressed. Uh, Tougher just, to play
1: him on FanDuel. Yeah. I like yeah. Him on yeah, DraftKings man, and Fantasy Draft. He's really cheap.
0: Absolutely. He's 5K. Like, what? You know, he, he's 5K and he's got. 50-point upside and I know you know, maybe we don't think he does but he's already done it once this year He's he put up 58. So, you know, I, I just think I still think it's a good spot for him you, you know how I feel about Philadelphia defense. I don't think they've been playing good defense this year. So I don't mind uh, Kyrie in this spot, obviously uh, Another guy though that I really like from Boston today Marcus smart uh, He's really been playing well um, he's 4,400 on DK. Yep. I mean, that's that, – I, I just think that's too cheap for, for what he's doing right now. I mean, he's going to play roughly about 30 minutes, I would say. So I, I really like him in a spot. I, I like him more than Jalen Brown. I know Jalen Brown's 4,800. I think Marcus Smart is, is, is a safer play on this slate. So Kyrie, Smart, uh, those are two guys I really like. I think I would have taken a shot on Al Horford but I think he might still have limited minutes, but at his price, if if we hear anything about him not being on a minutes restriction, then I think he's going to be a, a really, 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 really good play uh, on on DK. But, uh, but, but that's about it. I don't want to take too many shots on, on some of the friends guys from Boston, Terry Roger at 4k. I mean, he could get there, but I just think they're better plays than that on this slate. But, Kyrie, Marcus Smart, those are those are my top two Boston guys, along with along with Hayward, and, and that's kind of where I'm at.
1: Yeah, um, I like the Marcus Smart. I like the price. You know, I'm all about yeah. that price. Um, you know, I don't think I end up with Marcus Smart at all on Fanduel. I, I don't think he's overpriced on Fanduel at 5400. But shooting guard is so loaded on Fanduel, it's gonna be tough to you know get Smart in there. I think he's a DraftKings fantasy draft uh, type play. Today, um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. Kyrie is really cheap as like a stud on this slate. He's the cheapest stud on this slate, uh, so Kyrie will definitely make some builds today, just because I think he's underpriced for his role <laughs> a, as a guy that can go for sixty fantasy points in this matchup. Uh, so uh, I do think Kyrie is going to be, be making some builds today or Christmas Day, in that matter. Yeah. I'll probably build all my lineups tonight, though. I'm Finishing up Christmas stuff. Um, Lakers and Warriors, 234.5 total. I misspoke earlier when I read the New York one. I thought this said 224. So 234.5, won't stay favored by nine. This is the highest total. The biggest question mark here is the centers. Uh, McGee is back out of the hospital, rejoined the team. He's questionable. Chandler's questionable. Um, And then DeMarcus Cousins, Um, this was always the target date. But he rejoined the team from the G League. We'll have to see how that plays out. I don't really think it matters too much. I'm not going to take a sh- shot on DeMarcus Cousins here until we really get to see what his um, what his role would be. But I just wanted to throw that out there because that could hurt Looney or Drepko um, minutes. I don't know if I'll end up playing those guys anyway. But All right, let's start with the Lakers side of things. The biggest thing on this slate, the first thing that I noticed on this slate, Will, was how cheap Brandon Ingram was on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. He is a guy that's going to be one of my highest-owned players today because he's already shown that he's going to play the minutes uh, coming back from that injury. They rolled him out there 33 and 37 minutes. He's just hes too cheap.
0: Yeah, at 5,300, that's ridiculous. Uh I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he should be maybe six thousand five hundred, but I definitely think he should be around fifty-eight, fifty-nine. Should be so, at least
1: six k. Is Brandon Ingram playing thirty-five minutes on the Lakers? Like, yeah, too
0: I cheap. mean, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. He's too cheap. Uh, you know, as, as far as value on DK and fantasy draft, I mean, I. He's for sure probably one of the best one of the best values. I mean, there, there's a fair amount of good values out there. Yep. Like we talked about, Smart. We talked about Hayward. But but at 5300 in this type of game environment, pace up game, uh, you know, I, I think you got to like like Brandon Ingram. Uh, I, I think he's a he's a phenomenal play on this slate. Um, really excited to play him. Actually, uh, I think you got to look at LeBron here. This is going to be, you know, he, he's one of those studs. I almost I almost feel like on this slate. LeBron is one of the studs that could get left out. And I, I think that could be a, be a mistake. You know, I think LeBron, I think he wants to dominate this game. It's in Golden State. You know, mano a him and Kevin Durant, you know, we can say what we want. I've just, I've seen this too many times in the finals over the years. I've seen it on every Christmas slate now, the past, what, three seasons with him in Cleveland, and him and Kevin Durant just going back and forth, back and forth uh, with a mix of the other guys, I, I really like LeBron on this slate here. Um, I, I, think he, I think he could have an upside game in this spot.
1: So what's funny here, you know, you mentioned the last three Christmases, is LeBron in the last three Christmases, 34, 60, and 44 fantasy points. He's, he's only had one really good game out of the last three games against Golden State. I think that changes here. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think LeBron, I think LeBron is a really good cash game play today. I think he has a really high floor. I think he's a really good cash game play. I'm going to mix him into some tournaments. I don't have him as like my favorite stud on this slate, but it's LeBron freaking James. If he wants to take over a game, he's going to take over a game. I just, this is the spot. Like, I really think LeBron, you know, flexes some muscles here um, and does everything he can to keep it. This, this would be the first time he's played Golden State with the Lakers. I really wish this game was in LA. I know it's in Golden State. I really wish this game was in LA. Um, but I think this is going to be the spot. Like, LeBron is going to do everything he can here. So I wouldn't be shocked if LeBron ends up with a triple double in this game. So um, love LeBron here. Love Ingram's price, like we talked about. Um, outside of that, though, I think Kuzma's overpriced with Ingram back. I, I think Lonzo Ball is, is overpriced, and I, it's crazy to say at fifty five hundred. I guess Lonzo is an interesting tournament like contrarian play, but with Rondo back, you know, obviously, you know, he's going to cut into Lonzo's minutes. Um, so it's just really it's Ingram. It's Ingram, LeBron, and depending on how the center situation, if, if Chandler and McGee miss, like, Zubok is a great value um, on the slate.
0: Well, I mean, not, not only that, like, I'm going to kind of include some strategy in this thing real quick. I mean, if those two guys miss, really, I think he's the first center you plug in, uh, even on a one-center site like FanDuel.
1: Mint salary.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's min- – I mean, he's 3,500. And he's probably gonna get 30. So at that point, on, on a site like FanDuel, I'm I'm just gonna take him and I'm gonna take another thirty five hundred dollar guy and I'm really gonna start loading up at that point. Uh even on a site like like DraftKings, fantasy draft. I mean, if you if you plug him in, you know, if you plug Zubach Zubok in there, it just really, really opens up that lineup. I mean, you can do so many things, and he, even on even on fantasy draft, he's eighty nine hundred. I, I take that all day. Uh, I mean, he's put up thirty eight fantasy points and thirty three fantasy points. First of all, why isn't he just going to start at this point? Like, forget Javale, forget Chandler. Just give this guy the minutes and keep winning. Keep trying to win ball games, and and so you know if he's going to get those type minutes. Uh, you just have to play him. And uh same thing on Yahoo. He's ten dollars, he's the men, plug him in, plug in some other men guys and stack those studs up. And I think that's the way you get it done on this slate.
1: So I have a I have a quick one really quick for you here. If if for some reason, like obviously we don't have this news and this could be a waste of two minutes, but I like to waste two minutes sometimes. <laughs> if Demarcus Cousins place he's thirty five hundred on FanDuel, if we get news if we get news that Cousins is going to play fifteen to twenty minutes at thirty five hundred on Fanduel, if this, obviously, like I said, this could be a waste of two minutes. But if this all happens, do we roll the dice?
0: Man, like we, we want man. guys to punt,
1: right? Oh. Like I, I hate punting center, Gosh. but in fifteen minutes, Demarcus Cousins could go for 30 fantasy points realistically. It'd probably be closer to like 20 or 25, but uh, I don't know, Will. Like this, this could is be a, interesting.
0: This is a good question.
1: Could be a waste of time, but again, it, it, I like to it, waste some time sometimes.
0: It, here's what I'm gonna say. I think I think the only way to get ahead on Demarcus Cousins, especially on fan duel, is if they say he's playing you just put them in there because how many times have we seen a team, and look, we're not seeing this happen all the time, but how many times do we see a team say, oh, this guy's going to be on a 20-minute limit, and then he plays 25 minutes, and they say he's going to be on a 25-minute limit, and he plays 20, 29 minutes, 28 minutes. So I think, especially if you're multi-entering, I, I think you play boogie at 3,500 because this will probably be the last day you could get him at 3,500. If if we know that Zubak is going to start, do I think Zubak is the safest, safer play? Absolutely. He's going to get 30 minutes. He'll be safe. Um, We've seen his upside as well. He's about a fantasy point per minute the last two games, but I, I think if Boogie's going to get, get the minutes i i I think you i I think you try to play him because you got to think golden state's going to try to get him included in their mesh you got to think they're going to give him the ball a few more times just to make him feel good about coming over and try to get him in a rhythm i i think you play him
1: i think i take a shot just because like on Fanduel you get the punt we don't have to worry about this on any other side he's he's priced up we don't have to worry about it i just we you know you mentioned Zubach and I was like, man, he's thirty five hundred, and I realized that Demarcus Cousins is right above him at thirty five hundred. So I wanted to just kind of talk it out. Uh, we won't like they don't have to submit injury news until five p.m. local time the day before, so we don't even know anything yet, and we won't know it here until later, like eight eight nine o'clock tonight. So
0: one last thing, Stevie, Demarcus Cousins is also the minimum on Yahoo, and on Yahoo they've got him at power forward. Oh, man. So, so I'm, I'm just putting that out there. If you hear DeMarcus Cousins is going to play just randomly and and the, and the Lakers centers are out, like you've got two men price guys that you just need to plug in, which would be Zubac and Cousins. And now you can just do really whatever you want to do. So that's that.
1: Yeah, it, everything I'm reading says that it's probably going to happen after Christmas, but you know, you know, we'll we'll have to see how it all plays out. I just thought it was interesting. I know he's getting yeah. close. Like we we've oh, seen yeah. videos of him. We know he's getting close. All right, Golden State side of things. You know, we kind of started with the cousins talk, but I just like I said, that's probably a waste of time. Um, so interesting fun fact, Will. I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, interesting fun fact. In six career Christmas Day games, Curry has never scored more than 43 fantasy points, and he's only topped 40 fantasy points twice. He's never scored more than 20 actual points on a Christmas Day slate. Just a fun fact. It is Lakers, and it is LeBron. But I, I came across that. Um, somebody said something on Twitter, and I uh, looked it up, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. But, yeah, just... Just throwing it out there, Will. I don't know if it changes your mind or anything, but uh, what do you like here for the Warriors?
0: Yeah, um, you know, you know how I feel about the Warriors. Usually, I've kind of just been fading them. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think I've played any Warriors since Draymond Green has come back, and obviously, it bit me in the butt a little bit yesterday because you know. Curry and Dray, and uh, Durant and Draymond all had pretty good games. But I I, I think I'm still going to try to stand by that for now. The reason why I'm not afraid to take a shot on Boogie's 3,500, but when I'm looking at Curry and Durant, I mean, look, these guys are, are awesome. I, I love these guys, and we know what they can do. I do think Curry at 9K on DK, though, is where you play him. Um, so I, I don't mind him on, on DK. Uh, you know, KD's ninety three hundred. I'd actually rather play Paul George than KD. Um, I I take the extra four hundred, but that's just me. Um, I know most of the consensus is going to say you, you know you take the savings and and play KD there. I I rather just just take the savings. And, I mean, spin up and play Paul George, but either way. At, at these prices i just think they're underpriced. So i still think you need to be playing these guys i think the whole golden state roster golden state roster uh is underpriced maybe except for clay at 67. he's about the only one that i think is appropriately priced but curry and 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 duran at 9k and 9300 draymond at 6300 uh, those guys are just underpriced I, I think if you're thinking about some form of a game stack I think you could easily fit those three and Ingram. And now you've already got four players built into your lineup automatically. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at with uh, with Golden State. We did see an upside game from, um, uh, geez, what's the guy's name? I'm not looking at the roster right now. From Jonas Jarebko. We saw an upside game from him recently. Maybe you want to plug him in in this type of up-tempo game and see if you can get uh, catch some lightning in a bottle there. But outside of that, I don't, I don't want to play pretty much anybody else from this team.
1: He hit the upside game, and then they started him, and he dudded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Funny how NBA works. But um, So there's three guys on this slate on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft that I instantly plugged into my main build that I felt like were underpriced, and Draymond is the second guy. We talked about Ingram on the Lakers. Draymond's the second guy, and we'll talk about the next guy in the next game. Um, Draymond's gone for 50 in two of the last three Christmas Day slates against Cleveland. Like He's shown the upside. He's too cheap. You know he hates LeBron. It's very known that Draymond and LeBron do not like each other. Um, I love Draymond here. And if you think about it, The Lakers have been awful against two guards this season. They've been awful against two guards this season. I know Clay is priced up a little bit, but I think Clay actually has more ceiling here than what people are going to give him credit for. I honestly would play Paul George over Kevin Durant today. Um, So I just don't like Durant. I don't hate Curry. I'll have exposure to Curry, but I like Draymond and Clay more than I like Curry today. Uh, So Curry's going for 70. Lock it in. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah isn't it how it happens you say yeah i don't like this i don't like this stud and oh boy it just comes back to bite you it feels like my my browns stacks yesterday i don't want to rant about nfl the joko but, go in the end zone oh my but, god the touchdown would have been so awesome So, man, I went all in on the Browns. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry to hijack this show about football, but I got to get this off my chest. I went all in on the Browns yesterday. Hit my boy Stevie up via the text message. Said, hey, man, I'm going all in on the Browns. Browns onslaught. I thought that I had every possible Brown stack imaginable. And the one Brown that I did not play yesterday, or there were a couple, but I just basically stuck to the main guys. Didn't play. Uh Rashad Higgins. And of course, he's the one receiver that has somewhat of some form of a big game that would have salvaged my day. So anyway, all right, now that I got that off my chest, uh, I guess I'm saying that to say if I'm gonna stack up golden state, I'm just gonna play them all. I won't be leaving Curry out.
1: <laughs> it was the uh, it was really weird that like um Higgins got all the targets instead of Callaway. Like yes. that was just it's been the opposite it's just but Higgins was having a good game and they kept getting him out there so yeah um I had a lot of exposure to the Browns too I had Najoku was on my best team and if he could have just went in the end zone there um it would have been a good day but i uh, I quadrupled up on the showdown slate last night so i am not Ooh. complaining um watch out <laughs> I lost a few hundred bucks and I made it all right back really quick on the showdown slate so, <laughs> I rolled one team and had i rolled williams in the captain spot over carson and i would have um made all the monies but anyway last game on the slate probably the lowest owned game on this slate at this point people are going to kind of forget about this game i think this game is sneaky good Uh, portland at utah i'll probably have at least one game stack on each side of this game um there's no injury news here both these teams full strength we know exactly what we're getting out of both of these teams (laughs) going into this game. Will, you seem excited. Um, This isn't the guy, but this guy is underpriced. Aminu is really, really cheap across the industry. I know his minutes have been all over the place lately, but he shot terrible against Utah the last time they played in the blowout. And if he would have just hit a few shots in that game, he wouldn't have been so bad. But he's really cheap. I love Lillard and McCollum here. (laughs) Like, why is Damian Lillard 7800 You know, we talked about Kyrie being one of those studs that's underpriced, but Damian Lillard should never be
0: 7800 ever. So, so first of all, on DK, when, when you open up the slate, like, so let's rank the guys that we think should go in first. In my mind, I think James Harden is the first guy in, no matter what, right? I, I think James Harden is the first guy in. I think Damian Lillard for the value, I, I think he's got to be the second guy in your lineup. Like, no, no matter what, like if I was running a hundred lineups, I think I'd have Lillard and Harden on a hundred lineups and, you know, maybe, maybe that's crazy. You know, maybe, maybe I go all in a little bit too much, but that's just the way I like to roll it in the NBA. I, I think these guys are too cheap. Lillard. God, this is such crazy value on Lillard. It's astounding, really, that he even got this low. Uh, this guy's got 60-point upside on this slate. Um, I, I mean, I feel like DraftKings is just being really generous with us for Christmas. And thank you, DraftKings, for that. So Lillard, McCollum, I mean, McCollum at 5900 is just too cheap. You know, you, you talked about Aminu. Like, why is he 3900 that that's this whole portal It's really team, cheap on
1: Fanduel too.
0: Cheap, I mean, just, just too cheap, too cheap, too cheap. I mean, you can pretty much build a lineup with, with half of this team. You know, we talked about throwing in some golden state guys. We talked about throwing in Draymond, you know, we've talked about the center plays, uh, you know, barring bar the Laker news. We'll see what happens there. But I mean, you plug in Lillard and Harden on DK, you've got 5,200 remaining per player. You're throwing Aminu in the mix. Now, you know, that number increases. You plug in some – we're not telling you what to do, but then you plug in some Brandon Aimer at 53. I mean, the possibilities are endless here. The bottom line is this whole Portland team is underpriced. And so, yeah, I think you play Lillard. I think you play McCollum. I think you play Aminu at, at 3,900 um, in this spot. Like, I just he's, – he's just too cheap. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: Yeah, what's crazy is he wasn't the guy that I was referring to when I said that there's a third guy that, like, is underpriced, but he's way underpriced, too. Like, I, I love Lillard here. Like, you know, starting with Lillard, Harden, Green, and Ingram, uh, and then my boy Ricky Rubio on the other side of this game, who is way underpriced, um, is a good way to approach this slate. Um, outside of – um, so – you know, you talked about Lillard. I've talked about CJ McCollum already and said like pretty much just he is, he's just really cheap. The other guy that I don't mind taking a shot on here, uh, you know, probably more on DraftKings is Mo Heartless. If I'm looking for somebody that's really cheap and I just want to take a shot at, to be contrarian, he's 3,300 over there on DK. And he's been playing enough minutes where it's a little risky, but if he gets that twenty-five to twenty-eight minute game, uh, I think he could definitely have value. Um, so I don't mind taking a shot on Mo Harkless. I probably would play Harkless before I would play Evan Turner, even though I think Evan Turner could put, potentially play a little bit more minutes. But Mo Heartless is really, really cheap, and I don't mind like throwing a dart on a on one of my five teams with him. Um so Utah side of things, I kind of just alluded to it. Ricky Rubio's $5,400. Um, he was the third guy that I was like, he's just Draymond, Rubio, and Ingram are all just too cheap today. Uh, and I hate using a guard spot in the utility, but with Lillard and Ingram and Harden and all these guys, there's a good chance that I use a guard in my utility spot today. And like I play extra guards over there on Fantasy Draft.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, Like you said, they're they're just all too cheap, and and that's just the bottom line. Somebody else that I think is a little bit too cheap as well, doesn't sound like it, but I think Derek Favors is still a little bit too cheap at $4,900. He's been playing really well, you know, with his 25 to 28 minutes. And, um, you know, he's just a guy that, you know – A last guy in type piece, you know, you just throw him in and and, and kind of roll with it. Uh, So, yeah, I like these guys. Uh, I I really like uh, Rudy Gobert um, in this spot as well. Um, I I, I think we could get an upside game out of him because for some reason, you know, whenever Rudy Gobert is kind of like, oh, yeah, you should play Rudy Gobert in this spot. He just doesn't do anything. But the one game where you're not thinking about him, he's dropping 60. And so I think on this slate, you know, th- this is a spot where, where you could throw him in and, if you know, catch an upside game from him, he could help you take down a, a Christmas Christmas tournament and uh, fill your stocking with a few more dollars than you had before you started the day.
1: Yeah, I don't mind Gobert. I, I think uh, we didn't really mention Nurkic on the other side. He just had a good game against his team um, not too long ago. So I think both those guys are interesting – um, I don't hate the favors call. I think Joe Ingles is is a guy that you could get like six x from here. I mm-hmm. think it's probably closer to like five six x. Like if you end up in that price range, I don't think he's the worst. Um, you know, play on this slate. So you know, it's all just going to depend on how it all how it all shapes out. Um, the only other guy that is is maybe worth taking a a, a flyer. Very low owned Myers Leonard. Um. Just a dart throw there, you know. He's a little interesting here uh, for me. They like they like to use him in closer games, and he's played over twenty three minutes in two of the last three games that have been close. Um, he's a little interesting to me as a dart throw as well. I was just kind of looking at him. Um, I had looked at him earlier today, and I forgot to mention him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't don't disagree with that at all. Don't disagree with I, that at
1: all. I I I uh. I'm at the end of my research today. I'm playing more lineups than I usually do. I have a little bit more dart throws than I usually do on the podcast. Um I'm going to be like people are going to be tweeting me there and be man you have you have more dart throws today. Uh let's play the morning grind game and then we're going to go enjoy Christmas with our families. Uh give me your favorite game to go over under five game slate. Uh, give me give me what you got. Uh
0: favorite game to go under. I'm actually going to take the Knicks and Milwaukee to go under.
1: All right. You know what I got, Will, today? I'm going over in the Utah game.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Sneaky. Nobody's going to play that game. Lowest total on the slate. Close basketball game. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X.
0: Man, there's so many today. There are so many plays. I think, man, I'm going to give the people two today. Can can we do two since it's Christmas?
1: As long as I can take somebody that's 5k.
0: Let's go Marcus Smart. Let's go Brooke Lopez. Smart
1: and Brolo. I'm taking Gordon Hayward. Yes. <laughs> and yes. then um, you know what? Give me give me um PJ Tucker.
0: Yeah, like he's 4,302. I know. I've been looking at that. Man, these guys
1: who live in that range today. There's some good plays in that range today. Like yeah, we talked about. Um favorite play over 8k, not to 5x. This one's tough today. This one's really tough. I,
0: I don't have anybody, but I, I actually don't have anybody. I, you gotta I, give I, me somebody. <laughs> who, who's your <laughs> least
1: favorite? Who who do you think is gonna be right at that 5x then?
0: Uh, can I give you right under 8k to go f- not to go 5x?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I just give you Clint Capella? But <laughs> uh nah, let's go. Uh, Let's go, Ben Simmons. He's really like the only guy that I think could possibly not get there. I I think guys,
1: there's you mentioned Simmons. He's my I have my two least favorite expensive guys today are Simmons and KD. Like Durant's the other one. Those are my two. You mentioned one. I'm going to say Durant. Give me your six X guy. Who's going six X on this
0: slate? Man, I I love this. Let's go, Jimmy Butler. Seven K. Let's go JB.
1: All right. You know who I got, Will? Who's so that? there were three guys that were underpriced today. Three guys that were underpriced. Well,
0: of course. I'm
1: Ricky Rubio is like almost a lock for me today on on DraftKings. I love Rubio so much today on DK like uh, this is just this is an excellent price i'm taking advantage of it he seems to finally start to get back on track love ricky rubio today that's my 6x guy um i did take some questions there's a few questions that we had on twitter let's answer these really quick um Balance lineup or fit in the expensive guys i think there's enough value today to at least get one expensive guy on every lineup
0: yeah, I honestly think it's site dependent. I think if you're on FanDuel, you're gonna have a much different thought process. I honestly think on DK, so look, obviously, I'm not advocating anybody fade James Harden. I do not think you need to fade James Harden on this slate. But what I will say is this: when you got guys like Dane and CJ McCollum and and uh and Draymond and you know, there's a way for you to kind of you know, squeeze in five or six mid-range guys, and all of a sudden, you know, you've got all these guys with all this upside that that could get you there. So I don't think you need to fake James Harden because I think there's just so much value that allows you to play him and still build around it. But um, so I, I guess I'm with you, Stevie, on DK. I think you might only need one stud, and I think you can get the rest from, from the guys like Dane Rubio. I think on Fanduel though you might need two. Yeah,
1: and I could I could see both builds on Fanduel today. Like that—that's what one of the reasons that I'm playing five lineups instead of like three is because I really I could see I don't really see a balanced approach today. I do I, I like I've said multiple times as we've been going here. I'm gonna have one guy under 4K on every one of my lineups because I want at least one stud in each lineup and. To be able to do that, you're going to need one of those cheap guys that you just like Gerald Green or Wilson, some of those guys that we talked about. It's just uh, on DraftKings, I could see playing one stud, but I could also see like loading up on the mid range. But even if you load up on the mid range, you're probably still going to be able to get a stud in there for what it's worth. Um, But like if you're, like you said, Kyrie Lillard type lineup and just absolutely load up on that, like you know mid-range type plays um i think that's definitely an approach um so i think you could see both builds today uh, or christmas day um this one's for you will give me one of the best value plays on yahoo since i can't um can't look at it well,
0: well there's a couple um, so barring it so here the lakers news if the lakers news comes out and you know that uh, Zubak is going to start like he's he's the best value. I know I know that's the obvious play. Eric Gordon, thirteen dollars. He's three above the minimum. That's that's crazy value for this Christmas slate. And uh, you've also got P.J. Tucker, who's the minimum at ten dollars. That's crazy for this slate as well. Uh, so those three, I know we've kind of talked about them, but. Those three guys are just really standing out to me as just crazy value. Um, well, a
1: lot of the questions we have about are like who the top players are. We pretty much ranked those as we were going. Um, who are our favorite value plays? We pretty much gave out all of our value plays. But one of the last questions we'll take here is um, Is it okay to hunt center? So I'm guessing they're talking about FanDuel. If you're not playing in Embiid, I would probably end up on, like, Adams or Cantor or Nurkic. Um, but I don't – like, outside of maybe Brook Lopez, but I think Lopez is a better DraftKings play. I don't really see a punt center that I'd be okay with if if the Lakers centers play or if one of the Lakers centers play. Um, maybe Mike Mascala at 3,900. You could roll that dice. But really, I don't know if there's a punt center that I feel comfortable with.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about punting, like – so punt, I I I do think Brook Lopez is okay on on FanDuel just because I think, like I know he's got thirty point plus upside in this spot against the Knicks. Uh, last get last time against these guys, he played twenty eight minutes and put up thirty one fantasy points. So I I think Lopez is okay here. I just yeah. think, but he's not really a punt though, is he? Yeah, yeah. I guess he's just more of a, a value play, if you will. So. Yeah, I guess I guess if the, uh I, I don't think I would play Mike Moscala in this spot against Boston. I, I don't think I would. Uh, yeah, so. I think
1: if you're playing Moscala, you're probably going up like to Lopez.
0: Yeah, and then
1: yeah. if you go up to Lopez, you could if you have the extra money, you could try to get the canter. Like there there are, there's good mid range center plays today. Like you don't have to play Embiid um, if you're if you're playing Harden and need to to save some money. So. Um, that's it, Will. Um, any final thoughts here on this Christmas Day slate?
0: Uh, hey, man, p- plug your lineups in, but uh, please enjoy your family. That's all I got, man.
1: Um, one of the reasons that I like FanDuel and uh, Fantasy Draft today is because I can set my lineups, walk away, what happens, happens, watch basketball when I'm not playing golf or something. We play Christmas Day golf every year, so um. So, yeah, it's going to like the money wise, I'm going to be playing more money on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft. I'm still going to play on DraftKings today because I've done a bunch of research for this slate already. So, on that note, we're going to get out of here. Uh we'll be back Wednesday, uh normal podcast on Wednesday. Hope everyone has an amazing Christmas. Um uh, spend some time with the family. Do what you do, and uh, we always appreciate you guys. Uh, That's going to wrap it up here. Good luck in your contest on Christmas Day. Enjoy time with your family, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday.